0: What is good, everybody? Thank you so much for tuning in to the High Fidelity Podcast. I'm your host, Hai Trung, and I'm recording to you live and direct from my kitchen. This camera is being mounted on top of a box of old Halloween lights, and the microphone is standing on a sneaker box. So the, the point of me doing this podcast is that over the past year or so, I experienced One of the biggest transformations and struggles of my life. I found myself working in a job that I enjoyed but found myself burning the candle at both ends and feeling trapped because I didn't feel comfortable articulating what I needed and where I wanted to go and how I wanted to achieve some of these things. Now that's not to besmirch any of those experiences that I've had in the past with wherever I was working but what I really recognized after going through that challenge Which included anxiety, which included depression, which included many feelings of not knowing whether or not I was qualified or deserved to be in the room or to be representing a person, an organization, their company, their work, whatever you want to call it. A lot of that stemmed from my own sense of self-doubt and this notion of shame and being very scared. I mean, scared to high hell. I mean, scared uh, the shit out of me to actually share and talk about experiences that I had been through in a platform that went beyond just my closest friends, family, and of course my my partner. So now I find myself in my 30s wanting to not really share any advice, but to instead disseminate experiences and stories and things that I've experienced and been through. Because I have noticed working both with students and also with and those further along in life not just by age but also experience that sharing these anecdotes and these experiences allow me to build bridges with other people but also allow them and other the other people around me to just uh, feel comfortable with not being perfect and to accept you for who you are with where you're at and if stuff is imperfect and if you're not feeling so great and You're not hitting all the angles when you're doing that picture shoot or whatever you're doing, that's completely fine. And if you're not living your best life every single day, crushing it in the boardroom, crushing it on your outlook when you get in the office and clearing your inbox down to zero, or if you come home and your dishes are stacked a little bit too high, or you got a little coffee stain on your shirt, I'm here to tell you that my life has been very chaotic and crazy and it's been a lot of fun at the same time. And I wouldn't have the courage to share and talk about these experiences were they not for some of these embarrassing experiences. And bottom line, I didn't learn all of these lessons on my own. Some of them were imparted to me uh, in large part by some folks in my family, which include my older brother and also my mom, who raised both my brother and I by herself pretty much from the very get go. And Put yourself in her shoes, uh, a refugee from Vietnam, landing in the States, fish out of water, doesn't speak English very well. And now you got to pretty much hustle 60, 70 hours a week doing nails to raise your two boys and somehow have some semblance of a life. That's just hard. And so when I think about those experiences and what opportunities I've been afforded, I just got to take a step back and be very grateful, but at the same time, acknowledge missteps that I've had and learn to laugh at them and process at them. And in large part, that's helped me get through some of these things. In no way am I an expert and no way am I trying to teach you some kind of system. But through the remainder of this podcast, I hope that you can find little nuggets, little pearls where maybe you can say, hey, I went through that. Maybe I or I'm about to go into this phase of my life and I'm not sure what to do. Uh, If you find any kind of relatability or some kind of value there, then I feel like I did my job. But full disclosure, this is really just an attempt to try out this new platform and this new forum to be more forthright and be more transparent about who I am, what I stand for and where I'm going Um, for me first and of course, for everyone around me as well. So let's get into our topic for today, which is all the wrong ways to get your first internship. Now, for those of you that knew what an internship was supposed to be when you were 18, 19, or even 20 years old, much respect to you because I certainly did not when I had first entered college. Spoiler alert, I ended up going to Santa Monica, Pretty much I would say maybe two or three days a week commuting from Irvine and for those that aren't familiar with the distance between Orange County and West Los Angeles that's about an hour 30 hour 45 sometimes two hour drive going one way and I signed up for this because I was very much enamored by streetwear skate fashion and all of that stuff and I had an interest in marketing even though I was going to school for English and originally going to be an English teacher so I Googled because I didn't feel comfortable asking, and candidly, I did not know who to ask uh, around me. Family members didn't quite know where to point me, and friends were all pretty much in the same boat that I was. So I Googled, found a website that posted a bunch of different types of internships. And what I saw was a site that had some of the biggest action sports brands at the time. Now, let's do a throwback when board shorts were everything. Rainbow sandals were everything. Nike SB dunks were everything. And skate culture was very much the thing. I mean, Active Ride Shop at the time was duplicating and multiplying stores like Gangbusters. Um, Every skate shop was carrying some kind of limited edition sneaker or pro skaters were Elevating in profiles and fascinating and interesting ways and I was just enamored by it. I want to be around it So I found a site and I found a brand that I had noticed when I had seen It was familiar enough for me to see in the skate shops So I decided hey, why not? I'm gonna apply put some kind of resume together, which I also googled and Based on some kind of template and then they responded. They were the only one that responded so I drove all the way out to Santa Monica and then found out that uh, the internship was supposed to be for marketing and a little bit of logistics. When in reality, when I did accept the internship with no negotiation without reading the contract and realizing soon afterward that I accepted an unpaid internship for no school credit three days a week driving all the way to Santa Monica, uh, I would actually end up spending most of my time building skateboards in a warehouse and nobody in the warehouse actually spoke English on the factory floor. And so I definitely learned about the hottest, greatest, most interesting uh, Mexican soap operas like La Mujer when we watch it during lunchtime and uh, just packed tons and tons of skateboards into boxes and moved inventory across the floor and pretty much learned zilch zero about marketing. Now, I'm not bitter about that experience, but I think to myself, why the hell did I do that? And now I realize it was because I thought that the semblance of being associated with a company and having this arbitrary thing that I thought was experience on a resume without really understanding what experience was supposed to be, I jumped in with both feet. And I think you're going to notice as you listen to this podcast more and more through each episode that that is probably going to be a common theme uh, that you notice about me. And I just wanna say that this is a wrong way to get your internship. If you really wanna get experience or you're being told that double-edged sword of you need experience in order to get more experience, this manner that I just described to you right now is not the ideal. I'm not trying to tell you not to go jump after something that you're really intrigued by, but you have the fortune and the fortitude and probably the resiliency to find information about things that you want to do and the relevant experience that's needed without having to put your very old car, like my old 95 civic. This is back in 06 to give you context and push it to the max driving, uh, hour 45, two hours each way while also balancing two part-time jobs just to pay the bills, um, and also maintain a full college course load. Um, don't put yourself through that if you don't have to. Uh, Think about an informational interview, think about taking somebody out for a boba, a coffee, a milkshake, a kombucha, whatever their jam is, or whatever gets them grooving, that might be the thing. Email them, do some research, and let people know what you don't know. I mean, honestly, I did all of this stuff because I was insecure and scared, and I didn't know that I had the option to actually contact people about different opportunities and to just learn from them. But I can say through the majority of my 20s, since that very crazy, exhausting experience driving out to L.A. uh, every other day that I have had much more fortune just taking a step back and letting people know, I don't know where the hell to start. What should I do? This is what I've looked up so far. Am I heading in the right direction? So anyway, thank you so much for tuning in to this episode of the High Fidelity Podcast. Shout out to my buddy Jai, a amazing artist that you can find on Spotify or wherever else that you listen to your music for providing us the tunes for our program. And I look forward to talking to all of you next time. And if you take anything away from this episode, is that before you jump in with both feet, take a breath, do a little bit of research, And really decide whether or not something that's going to pay you zero money, provide you zero credit, and doesn't really map to what you want to do in the future is worth it. And if it is, more power to you. I'm not here to preach. Uh, Do what you do. Thank you so much for tuning in and we'll talk to you guys next time.